0: Hey, hey, hey. How's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. Today, I would like to talk to you about hunting for mushrooms. What do you do if you're a beginner? And how do you hunt with confidence? So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, How do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous lookalike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushrooms. All right, so what mushroom hunting is an interesting thing right to me i love to go hiking me and my wife and the family we always go hiking in the woods however who would have thought you could actually turn that hike into a trip to the grocery store or or um a, a almost a part-time job you can make it profitable just a business trip to go out on a mushroom hunt i mean it turn it almost gives a purpose to your hike. It's, it's like hiking with benefits. I love it. And, you know, me and my dad, he, you can be a casual mushroom hunter, just whenever you're out and about, just start to notice mushrooms growing. Like when me and my dad would go golfing near his house in the woods, he lives out kind of out in the, in the country a little bit. And, you know, we we're out there golfing and we'd see we seen this huge chicken of the woods mushroom right there on the golf course where we were um, behind some trees where we were out on the golf course. Huge one! I'm talking the thing was enormous. We picked that sucker, cut it off at the base, brought it home, sauteed it up, and it was delicious. So it can be casual, or you know, it can be purposely done. You can make a plan. You can go out specifically looking for a certain type of mushroom, right? and go out there looking for it and see what you can find. Now, the biggest drawback, right, for people when they're going mushroom hunting is they don't have the confidence to know what they've found is actually the mushroom they're looking for. You know, I see it all the time. People, you know, they, they took a picture of a mushroom and they're like, man, I think this is what I think it is, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. And it's, It looks exactly like the reishi mushroom, almost exactly. And the reishi, granted, there's many different species of the Ganoderma clade. However, they all fall under the reishi title. Now, the problem was the person didn't want to pick it because they weren't 100% sure. So how do we gain the confidence so that we can go out on these mushroom hunts, picking the right mushrooms, and not worry about having to poison ourselves and... um, and risk, you know, gastric distress. I mean, some mushrooms, it's true. Many people die every year. I think it's not a huge number, but there are people out there that die every year from eating poisonous mushrooms because some of them are deadly. They destroy the liver. And once you consume them, a lot of times it's irreversible damage. You, You need a liver transplant in order to survive it. So yes, there is some risks, However, those extremely deadly ones are rare, and if you know how to identify them, you should be safe. Um, however, there are many more that are somewhat poisonous. They'll they'll give you um, gastric gas uh, gastric distress. However, you won't die from them. So there are risks with mushroom hunting, which is kind of what scares people from it. You see a mushroom, like ah, if, <laughs> if you don't know nothing about mushrooms, you're most likely not gonna want to pick that mushroom, right? So how do we gain that confidence? How do we go out on these trips and so that we can enjoy it and have fun and enjoy the extra income that could, and by getting the extra income, the extra time spent with the family going on extra vacations and stuff like that, just from being able to have extra income. I mean, you could pick these mushrooms. A lot of people, um, I was talking to my brother-in-law about it and he was, um, he went in Oregon and mushroom hunting in Oregon is really big and, You know, what they do in chanterelle season is as soon as chanterelles start popping up, they go out in the woods, pick, you know, baskets of them and sit on the side of the road and sell them for a ton of money. So it's easy extra income for people. And with that extra income, again, there's a lot of things you can do with it. Um, And then the medicinal benefits. I mean, what if you just want to eat them for yourself? And not only are they healthy, they're a great vegetable. They're gourmet mushrooms that restaurants sell for a lot of money they also have a lot of medicinal benefits that we can help ourselves to live longer, live healthier lives, just from eating these things while we're out on these hikes. Um, And so that kind of goes into, you know, the idea of mushroom hunting. So how do we get, how do we get over this hurdle, right? So we can get out there and enjoy um, what the, experienced foragers enjoy. So I figured, well, if we just could equip ourselves with the right knowledge, the right information, then why can't anybody, even the beginner novice person, be able to go out and enjoy it? So I decided, let me do some research. Let me see what I can find to make even your beginning novice mushroom forager be able to go out with confidence and enjoy the mushroom experience of hunting for them and without having to feel like they're, you know, risking their lives, if you will. And then just the basic tips. I mean, how do you find them anyway? Where would you even know to look? Right? So I did that and I did find some good info online from experienced foragers out there. Um, so one of the biggest things when it comes, there's so many different types of mushrooms. So you're going to have to, first thing you have to do, if you're, if you're looking for a specific mushroom, you need to know what time of year it is. So, or even if you're not looking, I would still understand what time of year it is. Look at a mushroom chart to see what type of mushroom grows that type of, um, in that time of year. That way, when you're going out, you know what to kind of look for. Once you're equipped with knowing, okay, well, this type of mushroom grows in this, type, um, this time during the year, then you can go and look up that mushroom and say, okay, well, where is this mushroom associated to? Where does this mushroom grow? Um, Cause see mushrooms are normally associated with certain types of trees. So you're gonna be looking out for fallen trees, but how do you know which trees, right? Some are oak, some are um, beechwood, some are pine. So how are you gonna be able to know what type of tree? So do the do a little bit of research. You can normally look at trees. You can tell by the bark, the bark of the tree, as well as what the leaves on that tree look like. That's how you can easily identify what an oak looks like or what a beechwood is. Very easy. It's got a smooth surface on the on the on the um, bark, right? So once you learn to just identify the main types of trees, there's only the main there's like f- five main types of trees that most mushrooms are going to grow on. So once you learn to identify those figure out where they're at near you. Now you can easily go out and start looking for them around the base of the tree or um, actually growing physically on the tree itself. And another cool thing that I found was there's a lot of places out there that are posting interactive maps like the Great Morel. They've got an awesome interactive map that they post on their site that's updated while people are finding the morel mushrooms. They're posting them to their site. It's freaking awesome. You can zoom into your area. I think it's only in the United States though. But if you zoom into your area, you can see if someone's found a morale mushroom near you. It's almost like giving up your secret stash, right? Because in the mushroom world, what, I've, what, what you'll see is when people find their little secret hidden stashes of that type of mushroom, they don't like to share that. But this map kind of allows people to expose... These secret areas that you would not might not have known about um there's also other maps out there that you can find online um that have other types of different types of mushrooms so you can use these as a way to also judge i think is there a mushroom growing near you if you use the great morels you can see if there's a morel mushroom that's growing near you and if there is, I guarantee there's other mushrooms too. You've, you've basically identified an area where you can go look for any type of mushroom, right? So that's kind of uh, the big thing. You can look for burned areas of forest. A lot of times mushrooms will grow in those areas. Um, they like decaying, decaying matter, like we said. So uh, fallen trees. Um, you can walk along streams and creeks because of the moisture. Another good tip too is if it's just rained, it's a perfect time. If it just rained, give it a few days and go out and start looking for mushrooms because they like to pop up after a good, after a good rain because they're mostly water. They're made up of water. They need water to grow. Um, if you, for poisonous mushrooms, so not every mushroom out there has a poisonous lookalike. So once you figure out the types of mushrooms that are in season when you're going out to look for mushrooms, Look up, is there any poisonous lookalikes? Because some of them don't have any. The morel does, has the deadly false morel, as, also, as well as the, um, um, that, the false early morel, the verpa. But the verpa can cause gastric distress, while the, the deadly false morel can, will actually kill you. But if you know that the morel is hollow on the inside, the other two are not hollow on the inside... That's it, you've you've eliminated the risk. You know, okay, well the morel is is hollow on the inside, I'm good. The reishi, if I remember correctly, the reishi has no real poisonous lookalikes at all. Even if you picked one you thought was the reishi and ate it, it's still not gonna be poisonous. So learning to identify what mushroom are in season when you're going out to look, identify at least the popular ones, and then go out and do a little research on it before you leave. And you'll be good. It's not It's not as complicated as you think it would be. There's deadly ones out there, but the deadly ones, like the main ones would be like what? The deadly death cap or the, the um, death angels. Those ones look a very specific way. And unless you're hunting for the button mushroom, you're probably not going to have to worry about those ones. Or the jack-o'-lantern, if you're looking for oyster mushrooms, is a poisonous one. But um, those are the main ones that people struggle the most with and just keep in mind too if you have animals they do like like the death caps and the and the death angels because um the way they smell a lot of the times they can give off a good aroma that the dogs like so don't think just because a dog's eating it that it's okay dogs get poisoned by mushrooms too but those are your main things i would say to give you start with a mushroom okay start with one <laughs> and go out and look, see what you find out there. And if you find one that's not what you were looking for, you can still pick it as long as you don't eat it. You're not gonna die. Take it home and see what it looks like online, you know? They've also got apps out there that I did see that you could take pictures of a mushroom and it'll try to identify it and give you an idea of what it might be. And you can start looking from there as well. Or heck, post it to my site and I'll let you know what it is. if um, based on my experience. Um, Some tools that a lot of foragers are going to use, not a lot of them. You need a knife and a bag. Knife, typically a foraging knife. I've got some um, on my site as well that you can get. But the knife, um, basically it's just a little short knife. Normally collapsible is better. And then it's got a little brush on the end to brush off the dirt. Heck, you could use any type of knife you want. You can use any pocket knife. It doesn't really matter. Um, the bag, preferably use a mesh bag. The reason being is as you're walking through the forest, you can be spreading the spores because remember, mushrooms have spores. And as you're bouncing around walking, you can spread these spores as you walk, which gives, you know, basically like planting more mushroom seeds as you walk, which will help you in future seasons to come. And... Um, and that's pretty much it. Those are the main tips I would say that I found when I was going out looking for um, the main experienced mushroom foragers, um, what they recommend. And again, if you want to be 100% safe, if this isn't enough for you, then fi- join a, a mushroom foraging group near you. Any um, parks and stuff around you, meetup groups. There's going to be people that are, um, they have classes where you can actually like get certified to be mushroom hunters and stuff. You know, join a group. They Normally, I think they're free or they might have a small fee, but go out, join a group. They'll take you out and in the group and you can look at mushrooms, find them, ask questions, and they'll tell you. If you and that would be a great experience as well. And you can socialize, meet new people. And um, so other than that, hopefully that um, once you've gone through this information, you'll be able to gain the experience Um, some more confidence and get out there and try to and see what you can find. It'll be fun. It's like, you know, hunting with benefits, almost like Easter egg hunting. We all enjoyed that when we were kids. So you can learn more details about um, what we've talked about here today, mushroom hunting. I did write an article that goes into more depth on what we talked about here. Check that out. I've also got links and stuff to the different maps as well as um, different tools and stuff you can get on that I've found online through my research. And I've also got a chart on there to show you different seasons of mushrooms that you can go off of. And uh, just head over to curativemushrooms.com and check it out. Anyway, that's all I have. So thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe so you do not miss out on any future podcasts. We got a lot coming and I got a lot of great info for you. All right. Well, that's all I have. So take care and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Curative Mushrooms has to post the standard FDA disclaimer. The statements made regarding medicinal mushrooms have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA approved research. Curative Mushrooms is not making claims intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before consuming medicinal mushrooms. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Thank you.